Hey everyone, my name is Ruben and welcome to my first podcast. This has kind of been a long time in the making. I love telling stories. I love uh, telling about my life and my memories. These podcasts are primarily going to be about my travels around Europe. Um, for those of you who don't know, I was living in Madrid, Spain for about two years. Um, I actually just got back to the States and getting reaccustomed to this life, but I was living a completely different life over in Europe. And I'd like to invite you all to listen in and get to know the European Ruben, who was completely different than the Ruben most of you know uh, or knew before I left for Europe and uh, the person I am today now. Uh, a little bit about me. I'm 26 years old. I'm gay. I'm a Taurus. I was born April 24th. I'm stubborn AF. You can ask anyone. I'm stubborn. <laughs> um, I am. I, I believe in fairness and equality. You know, I'm gay and Latino. I was born in uh, Maracaibo, Venezuela. And. Uh, have been raised in the United States, in Utah, in a city called Orem, in the county of Utah. <laughs> uh, growing up, I, I guess I wouldn't say that I had a normal bringing up. My mom, you know, I was a single parent home my whole life, pretty much. And um, I was not a citizen until I was 17. And then eventually I did become a citizen of the States. And so I remember turning 18 and being able to vote for Obama. That was great. A lot of people who are born here don't know that privilege <laughs> of being able to vote. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> these, like I said, these podcasts are primarily going to be about my travels around Europe and my life over there. I want to invite all of you to get to know me in a different way than you probably didn't know me before so the way that this is gonna work is this video uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit about culture shock when I first got to Madrid versus reverse culture shock when I got back I think it's very important that if you move out of a country and you come back to the country you move out of you are gonna face a lot of shock and be like whoa like this is what i was raised this is where i was raised it shouldn't be this hard but it definitely is it, it takes re readjusting like everything in this world so uh stick by and uh, this one's gonna be about uh, culture shock and reverse culture shock also the way that my videos are gonna work my videos my podcasts um i have a bucket here i'll bring it over you can hear it I have a bunch of uh, different, I cut off a bunch of little papers with different city names. So at the end of this video, I am going to pick it one out and then that is going to be the topic for next week. I want this podcast to help people who want to go to Europe to understand what it is to be part of, to go to a different culture and just kind of not be so shocked when they get there, you know? So, um, I'm going to tell you about my stories, my experiences, the people I met, the food that I ate. My goodness. Uh, so, stay tuned. And first, I'm going to talk about the culture shock that I, that I had when I moved to Europe. And also the reverse culture shock when I came back from Europe. So, stay tuned.
first got to Madrid, um, it was about two years ago, in August, around there. Uh, I have family there, so I'm very fortunate. I have an aunt, an uncle, and three cousins. So my uncle came and picked me up at the airport. It's great, you know, I'm in Madrid. Um, the very first thing I noticed was how small everything is. The cars, the the people, my gosh, everyone there was so skinny. <laughs> and uh, it's really hard for me. I, I know that I've always had body issues and going to Europe and going to Spain where everyone is really skinny and I just didn't feel like I didn't feel like I could fit in I definitely stood out I was bigger uh, and it was really hard for me anyways those are my first impressions of when I went to Madrid um, I had traveled with a friend of mine we'll call her Lindsay <laughs> She reminds me of Lindsay. She'll love that if she listens to this. Anyways, me and Lindsay had just spent three days in New York. And we ended up going to... Uh, we, we ended up actually doing the same program. But she was doing it in Galicia. And I was in Madrid. And so uh, I was like, okay, you know, let, let me come back and I'll take you to Galicia. Come with me to Madrid first and then we'll just travel over to Galicia for Madrid. So that's what we did. I made sure she made it safe, whatever. Anyways, back to uh, the original culture shock I got into, okay? So, I get there and I go with my family. They're 100% Madrileños. They are Madrid, Madrid. <laughs> they were born and raised there, my uncle and my and his children. And so, um, the first night I went there, I took, I took a shower and then just knocked out. I was exhausted. The next day... Uh, they like heated up their milk i want to say and they were eating it and they didn't have bowls i don't know if like that's just like what my aunt did but they don't have like regular bowls they have kind of like plates that are a little bit deeper <laughs> but um i remember they they ate their cereal from a cup and i was like this is so weird like i you know i've eaten cereal from a cup before but it was like a everyday thing you know this is uh you know they put their little colacao colacao is like nesquik they they drink their little colacao uh they with every meal uh you have to have bread like you could be eating pizza and you have bread you can have a sandwich and you have a little piece of like a baguette next to it so that was <laughs> That was hard for me to get used to when I got over there. I was like, why do we need so much bread? How are these people so skinny with all these carbs that they're eating? Um, so anyways, bread, 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 bread with everything. And I, you know what? I don't mind it. I love a good little bread, a little baguette. <laughs> um, another thing was transportation. We, uh, in Utah, we drive. We drive. That's what it is. We don't have very good public transportation. It's getting better, uh, but it's, it sucks. So when I got to Madrid, their little metro was amazing. I got a little pass. It was 20 euros a month um, because I was under the age of 26. And it was 20 euros, and I was able to go anywhere I wanted to in, the, in La Comunidad de Madrid. Uh, and it was great. And so I would get in everywhere. Um, people like it was just great it was amazing i i loved that about it i can get anywhere i wanted to in la comunidad de madrid completely for 
free or just 20 euros a month which i saved a lot of money because of that that uh pass that abono like they say over there um another couple things that i was really um talked about um they stare when you're in the metro and I, i don't know if they just stare at everyone but i was stared at like no one's business people just looked at me and I remember on a night out with one of my friends, they, uh, my, my, my friend looked at the guy who was staring, like, at me, like, he was just staring, he goes, why are you looking at him, like, why are you staring, and the guy just, like, like, I don't think they realize that, like, how they stare, because it's, like, pretty, uh, intimate, (laughs) I think eventually it got used to it, because I stopped complaining about it less, but I remember it was weird how much these people stared they're just like looking at you like is there something on my face <laughs> how's your head <laughs> haven't had any complaints uh but yeah so that was really weird um another thing i remembered was um the older people like not the, i guess not just the older people but everyone was so slow (laughs) you would get these group of people who are going negative five miles per hour and they're right in front of you you're trying to get somewhere but you can't they're not letting you go they have like such a like a lifestyle where you're just chill you walk at a certain speed um you you uh you just have this life that you're just slow paced and so i noticed like oh my gosh i am going to be late for work i need to get going excuse me abuela can you move (laughs) but it wasn't just older people it's like groups of young people uh middle-aged women middle-aged men it was just people would just not stop like people just like and that was something i never got used to because i remember i'm like i need to catch this train like come on i need to go you know like what's going on here uh and yeah (laughs) it was it was challenging the the first couple of months just trying to get used to everything people staring at you uh, las abuelitas like going slow having to eat like 800 calories of bread every day (laughs) um but yeah, it was it was an adventure. Also, I actually noticed that the, the Spaniards are kind of low key racist uh, against Latinos and like uh, black people for sure. I that was really shocking for me because they would say things like even like my really close friends would say things like like oh that's of the Indian. Do you know like? when i said something incorrect in spanish because you know i was raised in the states so i remember um i don't know i remember i said something like barre instead of barri which is incorrect and they're like in my one of my rooms was like wow you sound like an indian or um you're talking like an indian or using indian as a negative thing that was really hard for me to like kind of see past because i i don't believe it's okay to use someone else's ethnicity or their culture as a negative thing and my and it wasn't just on indians um they low-key didn't sit next to any black people on the train 
they kind of were always talking crap about everyone and especially people of minorities gypsies gypsies i feel bad for gypsies and i get angry at gypsies <laughs> i have a love-hate relationship with gypsies like i want to understand them i want to get to know them but at the same time they're stealing from people they're 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 doing a lot of different things and it makes it a little bit harder to live in europe because of that and they're not integrating with the with the society very well they don't want to they they do a lot of traditions that i don't agree with but i i really wish that i could you know get to know like a gypsy if you're a gypsy and you're listening to this like reach out i'm curious uh gypsies were one of the hardest things for me to overcome in spain because i was so worried i was gonna get robbed every single day walking down the street my phone my wallet i actually did get my wallet stolen once and it's not a fun feeling you know but it's not just gypsies either it's a lot of different people spaniards i was almost uh, robbed by a spaniard just walking down the street while i was a little bit intoxicated like it sucks there's something you need to get used to about living in europe is that you might get robbed or you will at some point <laughs> yeah so yeah uh, it was anyways spaniards a little bit low-key racist like even my good friends one of them there was a pool by my house and i was like why don't we go to this pool and he's like no that's where all the latinos go and i was like i'm latino <laughs> yeah like that's a pretty bold assumption and yeah so uh low-key races high-key races mm, the races <laughs> And they're you know they're still a country that's developing in my opinion not developing in in like uh, other countries type of way you know like third world countries they're not that kind of developing but they're developing socially they're very for gay rights there gay rights is amazing there you can walk hand walk holding uh, walk the streets holding your partner's hand kissing it's that's something i loved about spain i could be myself i could hold the hand of someone i love make out with them on the street like where else am i gonna find that nowhere so i i do i do love spain even further even after the little racist asses there love y'all <laughs> um yeah so that's a little bit of the culture shock that i experienced when i got there it was is hard it was an easy thing i was trying to you know get myself accustomed there i was jet lagged uh i i eventually about two or like three or four months in i got used to it i got used to the little slang their weird way of saying things their weird way of acting i loved it i loved living there but culture shock is a real thing ladies and gentlemen and others <laughs> uh yeah so that's a little bit of the culture shock now on the contrary when i came back to the states after living in spain for two years girl let me tell you so i did a little trip to new york first because it was cheaper for me to go to new york and then come down to utah so i did a little trip to new york and i was like well it's good because i'm going from madrid a big city and i'm going to go to another bigger city but it's in the states so i can get used to like uh um the whole readjustment to the state's life again so i came back to new york as if for three days so that's where i got like the most of my like bulk of reverse culture shock was when i was in uh 
New York. I remember like getting off of the plane and walking down to customs. I was like, everything is so big. <laughs> everything is huge. Look at these streets. Look at these lights. Look at these cars. Like, why is everything so big? There's so much space. I can breathe. <laughs> In Madrid, everything was so small. Even when I went to IKEA, IKEA. <laughs> everything like the little tables they were so cute like this is like a dollhouse like you, you're gonna make like little tables you're gonna make little chairs it was so cute and i'm coming to the u.s and everything is so big i was like uh traumatized <laughs> i not traumatized i was just like what the f man like i am i just got home and i was not expecting to feel this type of way um yeah it was weird hearing english everywhere i was used to being hearing like and then um coming here and everyone's like with their like new york accents you know walking down the street whatever you know like it is just like I, i was just like oh my god this is like hurting my brain walking down the streets and looking at the signs in english sometimes i would have it in spanish underneath and i remember i would read the spanish before i even looked at the english because i was used to it i was used to just Spanish, 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 Spanish. <laughs> and so when I got here, I was just like, oh, man, this is, this is hard, like crazy. And that was in New York. Okay. I, I was just, just trying like to get used to everything. The Metro in New York or the MTA or whatever, the subway. I remember one stop to the other stop was like 10 miles. In Madrid, it's like one stop every two minutes, at least one minute, whatever. But like when I was in the Metro the MTA, it was like one stop, Franklin Roosevelt. And then 20 minutes later, we got to the second stop. And I was like, this is so long. Like this is so much time getting from one place to the other. But that's something that I forgot about when I lived in the States is that we travel so much here. We have space and we use a lot of time to travel, which is not something they do in Europe. Europe is so small. Europe is tiny. And so they have just shorter distances. And I got used to those shorter distances. It was quite nice, actually, to be around, uh, to, to be able to do that, to just like do the little short distances and just get to wherever I needed to go in like 10 minutes. Here it was like 40 minutes. Finally made it to Manhattan or finally made it to Greenwich, you know? It was, it was interesting. <laughs> it was a shock. Now, getting back to Utah was, oh, is, has been way harder than it was when I was in New York. It was like, oop, there goes gravity. Back to reality, right? That's the song? I don't know. <laughs> But getting back to Utah was just, just hard. I was just there, like, when I got here, I was just like, ah, I'm back. You know, like I just spent two years in Europe. Like I am back in right where I started before. And I wouldn't say it was hard in the sense that I, like being here is hard. I said it was hard because I felt like I went backwards. You know, I was living on my own in Spain. I was eating, I was eating bagels, I was traveling. I was doing all of these things back to where I grew up, back to Utah. That was really hard for me. That was, has been the hardest thing for me thus far definitely uh so when i got back i had to like i i spent two years i didn't drive the whole two years i was in europe i didn't need to got back the first thing i did was drive home from um from the airport 
and I was like, oh my gosh, like, also, the construction in Lehigh, like, what the fuck, you know what I'm saying, like, terrible, <laughs> over it, but yeah, so I, I just re- readjusting myself to this life, to the life that I had before, has been really hard for me, because it's like I'm going backwards and forwards at the same time, because backwards in the sense that I'm back at home living with my mom, forward in the sense that I have a really good job, and I get to see my my friends and family, so yeah, it's been um, great, I suppose, and hard, and stressful, so yeah, that's a little bit about the reverse culture shock that I felt here. Everything is so big, so big. <laughs> I don't even think you realize that. I came into my room because my room in Madrid was tiny. It wasn't tiny. It was like one third of the size of my room here. And I'm just like, wow, look at all the space that I have. And yeah. Um, yeah, reach out also. If you guys have any other questions, like, oh man, like... I was, or, or any comments like, oh, I was feeling the same way or whatever. Just reach out to me. I'm a great person to talk to. Uh, now, this is the end of the first video. I hope a lot of you guys stuck around and listened. Uh, I didn't really give any personal stories or I didn't give any, any personal things about Madrid. Uh, that'll be on another later podcast. Just kind of introducing you to my life, uh, my my um shocks of going to spain the next podcast is definitely going to be more like a story time and talking to you about what i saw what i ate who i slept with just kidding maybe (laughs) and uh thank you for listening to my first podcast right now what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna pull out from my little bucket i'm gonna pull out my little bucket I am going to pull out the next topic that I'm going to be talking about. And, alright, I... Let's see, let's see. Okay. So, next podcast is going to be about... Dusseldorf and Cologne. Okay? Uh, These are two different cities that are really close to each other in Germany. Uh, (laughs) I'm so excited, guys, to hear this story in particular. I fell in love. I got drunk. I snuck out. You guys are going to love it. So stay tuned to my next podcast next week. Kisses, besos, beijos. Uh, Love you guys. Bye.